This week on the River Morning Show Weekly Podcast. Why? <laughs> Why do you need that? I can give you two reasons. No, I don't I don't want Never mind. <laughs> My toilet knows very little, and I want to keep it that way. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for checking out the River Morning Show podcast. It was it was quite a week. Uh-huh. My kids had two snow days and two delays. Oof. I live north of town, uh-huh. and all the rain we got on Wednesday in Columbus was snowballs up there. Yeah. Thinking back to your childhood, snow days were, I'm, I'm sure, welcome well, for you. Absolutely, yeah. but we're a summer family. Right, exactly. So anytime it snowed, it's a we dichotomy like, <laughs> for you guys. <laughs> but no school, yay! <laughs> so I mean, so that's positive. And and as of this recording right now, things are a little different. Oh, it's Friday today. The sun is shining. <laughs> we're smiling. So you better be too. Enjoy the podcast. According to families, it can be one of the biggest causes of fights in your house. Who Ooh. gets the last piece of pizza? Who has to do the dishes? That is, I mean, those are all things to fight about, I guess. Um, yeah, sure. Uh, the mm-hmm. thermostat. Oh. The thermostat <laughs> can be one of the yeah. most frictiony things mm-hmm. in your home because everybody is built different and some mm-hmm. things cold to you is hot to me or vice versa. So according to the U.S. Department of Energy, they say the best for your budget may not be the best for your happiness. Understood. Uh. During the winter months, the best place to keep your thermostat at is 68. No! It's 68. So cold. What do you mean it's so cold? It's so cold. That's perfect. No. 68 is perfect. 71. Love what, it right there. Nice and cozy. What, what do you mean? Do you also have sand in your living room? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm that's like a, a good idea. sun lamp. <laughs> You're awfully tan for the dead of winter. <laughs> so what's the, what's the perfect temperature for you? What, what do you have to have your, your house set at? My my family, we keep it like 67, 68, mm-hmm. mainly because the the house that we rent is not the most efficient. It doesn't have the most efficient windows. Yeah, and you'll just and be heating the outdoors. Yeah, yeah. So like, put on a sweater. Yeah. Put on your snow pants. We're going we're gonna to save some money this winter. My, my family uh, wants the house to be warmer than we keep it. I run very warm, and so I'm comfortable. They all are huddled under blankets all winter long. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah, usually they have the blinds closed because they think that we'll keep the heat in. I'm like, no, you need sunlight, vitamin D, people. Like, please. Yeah. So I don't want to live in a cave. So it, we have a lot of differences, but I usually win. You can share what you think that perfect temperature is. 614-479-1049. You tell us. What is the perfect temperature? Is your house. The funny part is I live alone and there's still friction about it because it's me and my budget mind going, yes, warmer. No, no, yes, no, yes, no. no, 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 no. I want to be happy. It's like a dog chasing his own tail. Partly because it was a dog chasing his own tail. <laughs> okay. It's always Remy, funny. Our dog was chasing his tail in the snow. And I thought, how, how ridiculous is this? How, how easily entertained is this dog <laughs> chasing his tail for 10 minutes in the snow? It's so cute. And then I stopped and I realized that I just watched my dog yep. chase his own tail <laughs> for 10 minutes in the snow. One of those things you didn't know we needed, but scientists were like, I've got an idea. We've got all this hmm. time to think. What if we invented something 
that people didn't want, didn't ask for, but could be helpful. <laughs> Isn't it most inventions until they market yeah. it properly? Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. And it might not even be a great idea for decades, but here they are developing things and creating things. They've right. created an alarm that will help you stay focused. I've got lots of questions, but... An alarm? Yeah, the alarm will go off... When you start to daydream, no. like when you're no. when you're like lost in thought and you're just like losing time. Come on, your brain. There will be an alarm that will go off that oh. will get you back on track and say, "Hey, it's it's alerting, and you need to focus again." Fake news. It doesn't work. It doesn't what, work. What do you I mean, mean it doesn't it work? Does, Done you, there. Tried it. You not not were you realistic. a test subject yes. for this? And it just it didn't function like it should have. It just kept making me daydream more. Say so, what? I've yeah, got no. questions on oh, questions on work. questions. This didn't work. Can you prove it? I mean, yeah, I think I still have. Yeah, let's. Okay, here, let's see. I'll show you. Hmm. I wonder what the rest of my life will be like. Ah! That was startling. That reminds me of that one time I was going. Ah! Scary. Well, at least now I'm back on track. Just like that one time. Uh, I see what you mean there. I see what you mean. Uh, hey, heads up. What? This happening? is a list of new technology that should terrify you. Oh, great. Love this already. <laughs> Much of it is centered around the military, just in case you wondered how the world ends. Okay. So there's better. that. Worried. Okay. Worried. Military robot dogs. Mm-hmm. These are real. And for a short time, they've already been dispatched in San Francisco. For a short time, what happened? Why did they get undispatched? I think because everybody's reacting the way you two are and myself Uh with wide eyes and terror. (laughs) And they're like, I. It's not wrong. I don't like this. I've seen several of the Terminator movies, and this does not end well for humans. Are they at least fluffy? No. No. They're purely metal without heads, and they don't want scritches. Then that is not a dog. Don't right. call it a dog. A military robot. Where's your ears? I want to rub. Right. Ouch! I got a metal sliver in my fingernail. Yeah, that's a splinter you don't want. No. Next, fake news generator. We've done so much to try to. I got a job forever. <laughs> We've done so for... much to try to figure out what is fake news. Now we have generators, AI generators, who will publish fake news on purpose. Yeah, Chad, so very much. That doesn't keep you in a job. That takes your job. No, it means I can keep creating fake news. And no, but it does it for you. I'm going to compete it. with the robots is what I'm saying. That doesn't end well for the humans ever. <laughs> okay. Ever. Next, drone swarms. Like drone. This doesn't, it doesn't have to be terrifying. You've seen how... Um, like for fireworks and stuff, they'll do like drones in the sky yeah. in, in like a pattern and stuff, and they look really cool. It's really, really pretty. Imagine them with missiles. Like essentially, that's what. <laughs> it takes it's, one glitch. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Instead of the rockets going up, they're going at you. That's right. <laughs> rockets, red glare in my face. Ah. Um, next, we've talked about this on the show already. Smart toilets. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why do you need that? I can give you two reasons. No, I don't. I don't want. Never mind. <laughs> My toilet knows very little, and I want to keep it that way. Okay. <laughs> Next, <laughs> it knows a thing or two because it's seen a thing or two. Deep fake apps. Have you seen these yes. where you can put your face oh, or man. someone else's face on a video, like somebody jaywalking? I, oh, it was my. What is real? My I nemesis. Le- I legitimately have this fear that in the next few years you won't be able to believe anything you see. Yeah. 
Yes. We're here. Every court case will be like, well, it was a deep fake. You I gotta know. be careful. Last I have one. trouble sleeping. All right, last one. This is technology you should be terrified of. And this okay. one, we ought to know better. All right, because your scientists didn't stop to think and ask whether or not they should. They just wanted to ask whether or not they could. De-extinction. There are people who want to bring, starting with woolly mammoths back, and I'm just like... <gasps> The last time I checked, a lot of those scientists literally got eaten alive by their projects. We weren't sure if it would happen, but it happened, you guys. Savage Strength is a proud founding member of the all-new River Morning Show weekly podcast. (laughs) Now for a limited time, you can become a founding member of Savage Strength by taking advantage of their founder membership, which would give you a discounted access just for signing up early so if you're looking for a no frills no gimmicks just hard work kind of gym savage strength might be your spot okay private strength training one-on-one and small group sessions available less people watching me work out (laughs) that's good news the all-new river morning show weekly podcast it's brought to you by savage strength you can find them online when you go to savagedstrength.com is that what I think it is? Well, the headline is clickbait. Clickbait news. I disapprove of this message. Have you <laughs> ever been grossed out by the effects aging has on your pet mice? What? Have you looked at rats what? and thought, too many wrinkles? Um, no. This just in. Try mice cream. Mice cream? Mice cream. I just made that up. It's not actually called okay, mice cream. because it sounded uh, like but, you put mice in your ice cream. Ah, oh, that little feet are so cold. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get their toenails stuck in your stop, teeth. Stop, no, stop, anyway, stop, stop. Anyway, too early for Two that. research teams have successfully reversed signs of aging in mice. Hmm. Kind of. They decided to let the world know. Uh, one group at a biotech firm saw the lifespan of older mice, uh, mice extended modestly. And a separate team following the similar process uh, saw reverses to aging like changes in genetically modified mice. So we soon could have young looking mice everywhere. Is this just Botox? (laughs) 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 It's bad news for us, great news for mice. Can be the single most frictiony place in your entire house. It's that weird hallway where your thermostat is. Oh, uh, I thought you were talking about Netflix. <laughs> yep, that too. People walk by and they're like, hey, this is not the temperature that I like. I would like it to be at X, Y, or Z. Yep. Maybe in the winter months, you like it to be a little bit warmer. Or if you pay the bills, you want it to be a little bit cooler. Wherever you fall, share 614-479-1049. What's the perfect temperature in your house? Jackie, what's that for you? 70. 70, right on the nose. Ooh. Yes, because the windows are old and everything. Oh, yeah, you old know, windows. Uh-huh. Winter. <laughs> so do you have any arguments um, with anyone in the house about that temperature? I paid a bill. Yeah. <laughs> it's as simple as that. If yeah. you pay the bills, you get to make the decision. You make good points. <laughs> in order to make any kind of change, we think that you have to do something major, something big, mm-hmm. something grand to change the trajectory of emotions and days. Tear and- down a mountain. Exactly. Oh. Yeah, climb the wall. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there, the there's wall. a mountain. Big <laughs> stuff. If the wall is a mountain, watch <laughs> out. Right. Yeah. Um, Tear it down and build it and climb it. Yeah, uh, set this one out, man. Um, but so, sometimes little things can make a big difference as well. And something 
what seemingly could be as silly as a joke could change the trajectory of someone's day and Aww. the rest of their life. If you want to be a part of sharing just a good joke today to, to make somebody laugh, to lift them up, be that person right now. 614-479-1049. Tammy, share your joke. My son and I was having an argument over the best vowels, and I won. <laughs> uh, you know what that meant? Oh. You did. Oh. <laughs> but why? Yeah. Uh, sometimes. Oh, sometimes. <laughs> and now, Sky News. Sky News. There is nothing new under the sun. I think Sky News is an actual thing. Did is you it? Get, did you get permission? I didn't. Um, this guy news. Uh, uh, okay, great. Okay. <laughs> that guy. Thanks. Uh, That's <laughs> better. This is embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> News from the sky. <laughs> There's a new fuel-efficient alternative to the jumbo jet that's being tested. Okay. They call it the Flying V, and oh. it, it looks like a flying Dorito. It looks like a chip that's been baked a little too long, but it's really? it's in the shape of a V, and it's supposed to be super fuel-efficient. Mm-hmm. And they just were, like just recently got this thing to take off for the very first time. They just got this thing to take off. Yeah, which is very exciting because if you look at it, the way the the way the wings are, basically you're sitting in the wing. Uh-huh. And you can look out and like you've got a front row seat to the sky, which mm. is better than like looking to the left or to the right to see out the window. Do you know how many people it seats? How many how many fit inside? Uh, I didn't I didn't see but the, I mean it's it, it's enough for them to go, "Oh, this will be cost effective for airlines." Okay. So, they huh. want to they want to also save uh, obviously save money on gas. Yeah, uh, but it does look. <laughs> uh, it does look like uh, one of their worries is kind of a big worry. But they they say that one of their worries is that the aircraft might have some difficulty lifting off Ooh. when it's loaded with people. So that's something they said out loud that they probably shouldn't have said yeah. out loud. And plus, uh, if if you're gonna put me in a flying food item, yeah. <laughs> Can we do a Twinkie? I mean, I would rather be in a Twinkie than a Dorito. A is Twinkie that... is not as aerodynamic as a Dorito. Um, but it's softer I've done my on own the... tests. Softer on the landing. That's fair. Oh. One shatters, the other... <laughs> I'd much rather be in there. That, that tracks. Would you be an early adopter? <laughs> Knowing what you know, please share your fears with us. 614... 614- Four seven nine one zero four nine. The River Morning Show. What food do you want to fly in? Good grief. <laughs> me? You got a friend in me. Oh. Aww, don't you love that song? I do. I that... really. It just makes you feel better. And it makes you think of Toy Story. Mm-hmm. And there's Buzz and Woody, yep. who couldn't be any more different. But they're best buds. <laughs> came in between. Huh? They, they ruined that relationship. You're talking about Andy? Woody and Slink. <laughs> Woody and Slink. Yeah, I love Slink. I'm still Slink. bitter about that. It's okay. I, I'm talking to someone. No, but part, okay. part of the love of Toy Story and Woody and Buzz is that they are so different, and yet they come alongside each other and form this forever bond and friendship. It yeah. is, you can't have one without the other. No, you can't. And I think of that with my best friend and how we are wildly different. Yet the best of buds and just enjoy each other like just endlessly. So diff- like different how? Like so, what do you mean? There are a couple different ways that if your friend is what you would consider your exact opposite mm-hmm. are really actually beneficial for you in that relationship. 
that's the whole opposites attract yeah. scenario. Okay, filling in mm-hmm. gaps. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So one way is you you actually push each other out of your comfort zones. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I'm really I'm I'm pretty loud and outgoing. She's a bit more reserved, and so I can kind of pull her out of Wait, her shy. You? I know what. <laughs> She also, when she, she'll help calm me down. She helps soothe. And that's Mm -hmm. another one. Mm -hmm. You balance each other out where one is a little, this is very, this is new for me. I'm (laughs) what friendship. No, the idea, I I guess I'm starting to become terrified because my friend, he's very reserved. He's very calm. He's very responsible. He budgets, Uh, he eats healthy. (laughs) Wow. So, uh, so you're direct opposite. Opposites. Yeah, yeah. See. Yeah. Um, it's, as it's you a often thing. as you often say, Chad, the math checks out. Okay, <laughs> the math checks out. All right. <laughs> if your friend is opposite of you, you two are never going to be bored. That's true. Yeah, it's because different each stuff. one is coming up with different things to do throughout the week, throughout a month, whenever you hang out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and on top of that, you're always going to be complimentary of complimentary of each other. Complimentary. Complimentary. Those words. <laughs> complimentary. With the rarities. I it's knew very that. Tricky. I could not Hannah, say it today. You and I must be really good friends. I can speak thank English. You, you I can't. literally knew it was coming out wrong, and it couldn't get there. Oh, that's funny. That, that's great. And not competition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then also the biggest one that I love for my friend and I is uh, if it weren't for her, I'd always be taking my own advice. Oh, yeah. And instead, I have somebody who can provide an alternative perspective. Mm-hmm. I think that's really powerful. So sometimes you're like, man, my friend and I are nothing alike. Or if you are the exact same, maybe get a new friend. Add <laughs> <laughs> a third wheel. Okay. Who's your opposite friend? We'd love to hear it. The River Morning Show with Josh, Chad, and, and Hannah. Is it hot in here? No, it's no? it's not hot in here. You just put your jacket on. Okay. I've got a jacket on. Hannah's wearing a sweater, and I'm saying this: 68 and not a degree more. That's where we keep our temperature all winter long in the house. Uh, the, so U.S. De- the U.S. Department of Energy agrees with you, Josh. That's how you're going to save the most on your budget this winter. Go you. 68. Is 68 the, like, is the number. The perfect one for look your budget. At, look at me not breaking the rules, not rocking the boat, <laughs> right a, with the median. It's quite a bit colder than I keep my house. Where, what's yours at? I'm at 71. Jeez. And you know that 70 to 71 is a big difference, let yeah. alone 68. Yeah. I mean, I, I know you like the beach and such. Oh, yeah. So. Ooh, I would rather be hot than cold all day, any day. Where is the uh, temperature, Jay? What are your thoughts for your house? <laughs> My thoughts are easy. We love it cold. So when we go to bed at night, it goes down to 63. Woo! 63! <laughs> Do you have a heating yeah. blanket and also a woolly mammoth to lay on top of you? <laughs> Yeah, we actually have three fans blowing on us. So, um, <laughs> wow! Are you a, are you a yeti? <laughs> well, it's like right now. I went outside with my t-shirt and uh, no shovel, but I got an appointment, so I couldn't spend time doing it. So uh, confirmation: He is a yeti. Guys. Yep. 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 <laughs> uh, it's embarrassing when you wear the same shirt as your best friend. Hi. It's the River Morning Show with Josh, Chad, and Hannah. Didn't and know. Josh and I are wearing the same shirt. I didn't know we were going to tell everyone about our plans. Here Sorry. we are. Me? You got a friend. Uh, it's a tale as old as me. <laughs> Toy Story. <laughs> if this is a tale as old as time, it's a different conversation entirely. We got a question. <laughs> not prepared for this. No, the song is from Toy Story, and it just reminds me of Buzz and Woody mm-hmm. and how they are the... 
sweetest and bestest of friends, but completely and utterly and they, different they from each other. They didn't start that way. Usually it's the bestest true. of friends started very friction-y. Yeah. yeah. Were enemies and then frenemies and then friends. Well, I mean, cowboys versus... It, mm, Spaceman. Not aliens. Spaceman. Oh, aliens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a movie. But there is actual merit to having a friend that is opposite of you. That opposites attract a vibe. Mm-hmm. And some of those... Uh, benefits are that you push each other out of your comfort zone, Mm -hmm. you balance each other out, and the two of you are never bored. That's true. You bring so many different ideas and opportunities to the table. It's 100% true. Yeah. So my friend and I are like that, very different. Josh, do you have a friend that's similar uh, to that, not you? Right. (laughs) The the dearest uh, friend that's not my wife, uh, his his name is Jake. He he has since passed, so he's uh, we're not able to uh, carry on our capers uh, right now, but someday, again, he and I will terrorize heaven. It'll be great. Um, <laughs> I am a quiet, reserved person, generally. You two bring it out of me, and so that's another, uh, you know, truth. Friendship here, opposites. Oh. Um, but he, he was a literal punk rocker with a band. Wow. Yeah, like, and complete, he and I... Complete opposite yeah, of Josh. he and I hung out, you know, and he... Like I'm a rule follower. He found envelopes to push. Mm-hmm. He's like, mm, it's too quiet here. I'm gonna go do something. Uh, I'm the youngest in my family. He's the oldest of multiple kids. I helped him think through things. He helped me be spontaneous Aww. because without spontaneity, I would have had a very boring high school and college life. <laughs> um, I don't take chances. He wasn't living if he wasn't in some kind of danger, mm. you know. And so I kept him alive. And he helped me have fun. <laughs> so it was... I feel like one was a little more... It, right, yeah. I, I mean, like, I, I think... <laughs> honestly, though, I think he did more for me than uh. I did for him. Because he would constantly reach into my life and pull me out of my shell. Yeah. And I miss him. I miss that. And Jake was my best guy and was uh, in my wedding. I was the best man in his wedding. And and on and on it goes um, but it's true the opposites attract thing is not like a marriage or a romantic thing it could be your bro it could be your gal and it really really means something maybe you have a best bud in your life that's a little different from you that you want to shout out it's your buzz to your woody love it uh, you can share 614-479-1049 alright I uh, want to know are you willing to do an exercise with me not, not a physical exercise okay. <laughs> A verbal... I was starting to sweat already. I was like, I don't like this. It's a verbal exercise. Okay, I'm sure. Can you just, I want you to say something. Just say, I love you. Now, not to each other, not to me. Just say it out into the ether. Ooh, I love you. Yeah. Good it. job, Hannah. Your uh, turn. I love you. Right. Okay. So this is harder than it seems, right? Uh-huh. Like than it seems it should be. But we need to say this. We need to say it again and again and again to the people we actually do love because they need to know it. You never know. I don't want to be that guy, but like you never know when you won't have that chance anymore. Mm. My uh, my family, we go to church with my parents, so we get to see them uh, a whole lot. And this past Sunday, with all the snow and everything, my son's learning to drive, and we decided, no, we're not going to have you drive home because we will all end up in a ditch upside down. Not because you're a bad driver. He's just learning. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so Too we don't soon. want to put him in a blizzard. And uh, his his little brother, my middle son, was talking to my parents and said, "Boy, if Drew, older brother, if Drew's going to drive home, I was going to come home with you guys." You know, like okay, so he's <laughs> he's looking out for himself. I appreciate that. <laughs> Turns out he gets a text from my mother, three o'clock in the afternoon. She said, "Well, Will, it's my uh, middle son's name. It's a good thing you didn't come home with us." 
and then sent him a picture of their nearly totaled car. <gasps> oh, no. They were the ones who got in the accident, no. not us. And it could have been really, really bad. Thankfully, my parents are fine. Okay, and the person who ran into them is also fine. But when you see a car after an accident, sometimes you wonder, how did you mm. walk away from mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. How How is this not an ambulance situation? And we're getting a call. Um, with way different news. And it just reminded me, I take for granted a lot. I live where I grew up. My parents go to church where I grew up, uh, where I still go. My grandmother, the kid's great-grandma, comes to all their sporting events Aww. and stuff. Like, it's... My wife's family is just around the corner. Everybody's there. Mm-hmm. And we see them all the time. And I've got to be sure I tell them. Because I don't know when my last day is. I don't know when their last day is. You don't know when your last day is. Maybe when you grew up, I love you wasn't a thing that was said. Instead, it was shown. That's important. That's really, really good. But we must say the words. Our words have power. When you look at someone you love and you you tell them, I love you, it can change their world. in the air if you believe God has still got a miracles if you're driving just one hand alright Hannah's got both of the air well that's I'm good. not driving you can right. drive no, with good. your knee nah. how else are you going to send those text messages <laughs> the thoughts and opinions of Chad Bradley are not the thoughts and opinions of the river or literally anybody else softball. Thank I you. threw you a softball Get Thank out you. Of here. so how has God shown up in a miraculous way in your life or the life of a family member or a friend because he still is active and working in this world in our lives he's as real today as he was when you read the old testament and all those amazing stories it's the same god Mm -hmm. and he still is doing incredible work 614-479-1049 all right bill what's your story i'm a firefighter we were called to a fire and we get there put the fire out but the kitchen is completely destroyed Mm. nothing left yeah and we're cleaning up, and the homeowner comes back and says, "Like my, my wedding rings are in there. Oh, Is there no. any way you can find them?" Mm. I'm thinking to myself, in the back of my mind, it's probably not going to happen. But we said, "Sure, we'll give it a go." So we start digging out all the debris, burned, melted material. Mm-hmm. It's a pile, maybe ten feet long, by five feet wide, by two feet high. It's a needle in a haystack. Good luck. Um, she said it was a gold wedding ring. The melting temperature of gold is fairly low. Mm. And I just think to myself, okay, Jesus, I'm going to need a little help on this one. <laughs> mm-hmm. And there was this little n- nudge that said, look down. Oh. And I did. Oh. And there was nothing really to look at. Mm. And something said, reach down. So I did. Pulled up a handful of debris. Looked through it. And there were these two rings <laughs> completely oh, intact. Not a mark. Wow. Oh, man. Handed it to the homeowner. She was ecstatic. Aww. And that, that is my miracle story. Hey, you're invited to listen to the recording of this podcast live. How? Where? It's simple. You can share every weekday morning with Josh, Chad, and Hannah on 1049 The River in Columbus, Ohio, or online at riverradio.com.